Hello, welcome to the Daily Quran for Tuesday, March 5th, 2019. I'm Stephen Tolton. Today is uh, another Tech Tuesday, and I'm going to split it into two, because, and I wasn't originally going to split it into two, but I have to talk about SeptiKey again. Uh, I know, I know, I went through so many of these podcasts so far, but we have a new wrinkle in my continuing adventures that is relevant for a Tech Tuesday. So first we're going to talk about that. Then I am going to talk about my one of my absolute favorite things Apple has ever made, the AirPods, and why I can't wait to replace them. Okay, so part one, <clears throat> septic key lost. Uh, I lost my septic key today. Somehow I was on the train coming home, used it with a conductor, worked out fine, had it in my little travel thingy on my belt. Everything was good. And somehow between when I was sitting down in my seat and I actually exited the train, this key card like somehow fell out. I don't even understand how. I, I've literally I, I've been trying to get things to fall out of this little holder and I couldn't. I don't know what happened, but I did. I didn't find it on the platform or, or anywhere, so I don't know. So I immediately went to the website and hotlisted it, which is the really obtuse name they give to uh, you know, marking it as lost or stolen. So theoretically, it suspends my fare products, being my monthly pass and my travel wallet. So no one can use that card, and basically it's just a useless piece of plastic. There you go. Uh, okay, so then I had to get a new card. So I'm trying to figure out where to get a new card from, because I'm already in the suburbs. I can't just go to 3rd Street where I got it before. Uh, so they have this uh, fact up here, and I ended up talking to some people on the phone and, and Twitter. and um, I don't know how I came upon this, but there is a on their fact they have <laughs> the wonderful named Buy Slash Load Locator. Oh, Septa, and you're naming. Um, and this is basically a list of places that you can get uh, Septa-key stuff from. I'm not really sure what major Septa sales locations is. Uh, I think that means, like, 30th Street and such, but, oh, whatever. <clears throat> they have a map down here, which is called the Buy-slash-Load-Locator and External Retail Network. You know, they could just be something like we, they call external retail network. Like, seriously, SEPTA has the most bizarre naming conventions for things, or whomever wrote this. I mean, maybe it was their vendor that they're using for this. I don't know. It, it has a, it's such a weird name, external retail network. Really? You know what we called that uh, on the Drexel app? We called them merchants. Like, it was like... <laughs> I mean, that's not even a great name, but we actually, we talked about it, we went back and forth. You know, we never thought to do, call it something like external retail, because that's a bizarre name for anything. Anyway, um, <laughs> they have this map, and they have a list of things in here, like external retail network, Broad Street Line, Bus Loops, SEPTA Sales Locations, Market Frankfurt Line, and then they have a legend here, and they're all colored dots, and the one I'm most interested in is the external retail locations. Okay, so I, I show the external retail uh, network of these dots. And there's not a lot in my area of the suburbs, but I do find one. It's like four miles or something away. And it's a, it's a check cashing place. Of course, it it seems somehow appropriate. (laughs) And I go up there and, uh, well, actually I I don't, I don't even go up there because I'm not even sure what they carry. Like I called them up and asked them, do you have a septic key? And they said yes, but I couldn't, couldn't really understand them well over the phone. So, uh, my sister lives nearby. So I actually called her, <laughs> I texted her. I was like, Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you go over to this check cashing place? And then the funny thing is she knows the person there. Like she knows about this check cashing place. So she, she goes to a place. Apparently she's frequented before. And, uh, and she got me a, a new septic key card. And I went over later and picked it up from her and it was, and it's fine. <clears throat> I was able to 
uh, then then my goal was to log on to the website and register it just like I did my old one. So I go to do that, and of course, the website's down. It was up all day long. It was fine, and it was down. Not only was it down today, it was down hard. Like when you see a website that says anything related to a proxy error, yeah, your website is down hard. That means that their web server or the server that is actually giving you the SEPSKI website, like that thing was not responding. Like you could not make a TCP connection to it. And it was down for quite a while. After about 20, 30 minutes, I actually called their support number. And the <laughs> and they, this is where you know things are bad. They answer the phone and they don't even say hi or anything. They just are like, the our systems are down. You know, please call back in after 30 minutes. And that was a whole extent of the conversation. They're like, wow, their entire system was down. Because uh, last time I had a, a, a website, ROM, that, you know, at least it worked on their end, but not this time. So it was down for quite a while. Uh, unfortunately, by the time it came back up, their phone support was down, so I couldn't call them up again to ask them about my next problem, which was once the website was up, I was able to register my card, went through the whole process, which is still as clunky as I remember it being in January, and um, I get the new card registered, and once it's registered, I go in, now I have two cards, one's hot-listed and disabled, and one is brand new, shiny, and ready for fair products to be loaded onto it. There's technically a button in there that says replace. You think you'd click the new card and like click the replace button or something, but nope, that doesn't work. Place button does nothing. No combination of clicking things and checkboxes and button clicks seem to let me move my fair products from one card to another. And I couldn't call them to ask them if they can do it on the phone, but on Twitter, they told me I had to go to a major sales office to uh, actually do this. So I guess that's what I need to do. So I, 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 I suppose I'm going to have to buy a paper ticket <laughs> like sometime this week, next time I go downtown, buy a paper ticket, go down down go down Thirty Street, hope the Thirty Street counts as a major sales center, find a person there, and then have them do the transfer in person, whatever that involves, <clears throat> and then I'll have a septic key card for the way home. Uh, I doubt they're going to give me a refund, but I did ask them on Twitter if I could get a ticket refund because I'm really annoyed. <laughs> I was like, I, they're not even going to know. But it would be nice if I got a refund, you know. If if, if they if they cared about customer service, they would they would definitely give me a refund. But I, I don't think they will. We'll find out. I'll let you know. Anyway, it looks like I'm gonna have to go downtown to do this, which is annoying. Uh, but there it is. You know, I was gonna say this a uh, little like, kind of mini rant here for a second. Then we're gonna go on to something more fun. <clears throat> but this whole septic key thing I has so much promise, and yet from a regional rider rider perspective, it feels like we're an afterthought like a second-class citizen this whole system is so broken all the time and for regional rail riders they call it an early adopter program but that is this is not what an early adopter program means in in my opinion like an early adopter program to me says this is like a late stage beta you don't you don't say early adopter when you really mean alpha testing a prototype that barely functions and only has like 50 percent of the features enabled like, that is a very different level of implementation of an IT project versus early adopter, at least the way I would use it. Of course, people can use different definitions, but they do not make it clear that the early adopter, you know, program has this many deficiencies. And that's my longstanding complaint. They don't make clear anything about this process. Documentation's terrible. It's all over the place. It's confusing. It's contradictory. Nobody in person knows anything. I'm always getting different information. Every time I talk to somebody, it is a freaking mess. And what bugs me about this particular problem is that they have been pushing the Regional Rail Early Adopter Program for a long time now. 
Okay, they expanded it to Zone 3, which is a lot of people, and I see these cards being used regularly on the train now, and yet they still have, apparently, no way for you as a suburban rider to fix a relatively common problem of losing your card without having to buy another fare product and go all the way downtown to do it. I mean, I guess maybe they're thinking most of the people are just riding every day anyway, and so... And what's like whatever eight bucks, whatever it is, go down there, whatever it is. I don't even know what a paper ticket costs anymore. It's been so long. I know it was surprisingly expensive last time I bought one. So like whatever the cost is, like I guess they don't they don't care, you know. But this is not early Delta. Like you think they could have at least like regularly or at least one day a week where you could go somewhere like a major station. I don't understand it. Like it's just somebody. I thought I'm, I'm guessing it's somebody with a computer logging into some software, clicking some things on a screen. To transfer the stuff, right? Like, why? Why does it have to be at the special locations and only in the city? I don't know. It's probably you know like related to support and stuff for it. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they have specialized equipment. We'll see. I'll let you know. But I just uh, I I constantly feel like I am I am dealing with like prototype software, and I hate that because I didn't sign up for this. I you know I signed up for like a relatively stableish thing. Uh, whatever. In the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of a deal at all. But uh, it is it is interesting. I was actually planning on to do this experiment eventually, like in the future. Like buy another card because they're 10 bucks. <clears throat> well, actually, they're 5 bucks with $5 loaded onto them, and then it costs 10 bucks. Okay. So I was actually thinking about doing this, getting another card, and then marking the old one, going through the process of like marking the old one as lost or something just to like see what you can do. Can you turn it back? Can you make it lost and like transfer to stuff? Just, you know, so I could have it, because I haven't really seen any anywhere documenting how this process works. Uh, but looks like, for whatever reason, <laughs> the universe wanted me to do it today. So that's that's how it happened. Uh, so not a big deal. At least we got, uh, like, a uh, part of a podcast or two out of it. So, you know, that's something for my, uh, my 12 listeners or whatever. <laughs> anyway, that's enough talking about septic heats. Not that big of a deal, but it is annoying, and I'll let you know how it turns out. But in the meantime, I want to talk about my favorite product ever, which, uh, well, not ever, my one of my favorite products in years from Apple, which is the Apple AirPods. And you probably are familiar with these things, because they're pretty ubiquitous now, but the little white earbuds that are wireless, hanging from people's ears, dangling from the earlobes, there's the AirPods. They, they look like you took the headphones that come with your iPhone, and you cut off the cable, and you just stuck them in your ears. And so when they first came out, a lot of people said they were very goofy. I, you know, I could see that, why you think they're goofy, but I think at this point that people are just used to them, and they don't seem goofy anymore. But they're super convenient. I think they're probably the best uh, wireless earbuds you can buy, just in terms of the the match of, of usability and portability. Uh, they come in a little case, a charging case, can hold a lot of charge, and they, they charge very quickly. Um, they're, they pair very easily to iOS, Mac, Apple devices, which is very, very cool. And I've had mine for years now. So these things are, according to Mac Rumors, the Mac Rumors Buyer's Guide, which is a great website to go to if you're interested in buying Apple stuff. <clears throat> Their Buyer's Guide for AirPods says <laughs> that it's been 812 days since they were released. 812 days! So... <laughs> So if there's one problem with these AirPods is that um, they each AirPod has a little tiny lithium-ion battery in it, right? And lithium-ion batteries are consumables. 
which means over time, they wear out. And it's been 800 plus days since I got mine. I, I, you know, so I think, I think I got mine really early on. So yeah, I think it's been like over 800 days since I got these things. So I have, over that time, I replaced one of the AirPods. I replaced both of them actually once, but one of them really early on. So it's basically one of, basically my left AirPod is essentially as old as my original ones were very close to that. And then my right one is much newer because I actually had to get it replaced because it stopped working. But here's the problem with it. My left one, the battery now, is so old and decrepit that it barely works anymore. So I was walking to the train station today in the cold, and cold is not good for batteries to begin with. So it was like 20 minutes or something, and it would just conk out. And when the left one died, it pauses the audio, like disconnects everything. So you have to plug it in and put it in the case for a minute, and then you put it back in yours, and it works for like a few more minutes, and it goes out again. And I think the temperature had a lot to do with it at that point, because it's going to be very susceptible to that if it's already wearing out. But, you know... Um, because each one, because each one, uh, is individual, has an individual battery in it, you have to replace them separately. Like Apple charges, uh, for battery service, $49 each or $69 each for out of warranty. So warranty lasts one year, by the way. So that means if I want to replace this battery in the left one, I have to spend $69. I already spent $69 getting the right one uh, fixed out of warranty. So I had to spend at least another 50 bucks to get another one, to get a battery fixed on this thing, at least. So you know, it starts adding up. <clears throat> if you want to get uh, both of them, I see. If you want to get both of them fixed, it's going to be uh, $100 at least to get new batteries for each one. You know, that's, uh, that is a lot, you know, and, you know, these things cost close to $200 to buy originally, so if you start replacing them, or you start replacing the batteries on them, you're already up to at least 50% or more of their purchase price, so it's like, why don't I just buy another pair, so, uh, the rumor is they're going to replace these things, hopefully at the end of the month, and the new version will have, like, wireless, wireless charging case, and, hands-free Siri and that, that kind of thing, <clears throat> and maybe some other goodies, who knows, maybe some other gestures. So the cool thing, though, about AirPods, uh, besides just being awesome wireless devices, they're really small and portable, and they sound pretty good, they also have some gestures on there, like you can tap on them, you can have each side do something different when you tap on them, uh, like uh, bring Siri up, because it's not hands-free, or, or you can pause, or you know you can go next, or something like that. And have it so that you take one of them out of your ear and it'll pause the audio and then put it back in your ear and it'll, it'll start up again, which is actually pretty convenient. Uh, a little, not, not super convenient if you want to like pause it and leave them in your ears, in which case then I think you can set up a gesture to do that or use your Apple Watch if you have one of them to like act as a controller. <clears throat> but it's still pretty neat that it does that. Uh, as I said, they sound pretty good. They last, when they're new anyway, they last hours at a time on a charge. And even when they don't last that long, you just pop it in the case for a few minutes and works again for a surprising long time. Like it charges very fast. So they're really nice. And they're tiny. And the little case fits perfectly in the little pocket that's in jeans, you know, like the watch pocket on right side, at least in men's jeans, there's a little pocket there. Great. I just put it there. So, uh, some tips. So for AirPod users, <clears throat> uh, have a designated pocket. Now I say this a lot. I think this is an important tip for modern gadget lovers everywhere. Always have a designated pocket for your most important gadgets. My phone has a designated pocket, and my AirPods have a designated pocket. The, the pocket for the AirPods, that little 
that little mini pocket on in my jeans. And it perfect fits there. You don't lose it. Always put it back there. Either it's in one spot for charging or it's in that pocket and it's nowhere else. Because every time I put it anywhere else, I lose it for a while and I can't find it. <laughs> you know, because they're small. Uh, and you really don't want air, any of the AirPods to be taken out of the case unless they're in your ears. So it's, they're in your ears or they're in the case. One or the other. You know, you know unless you're cleaning them, they should never be in, in, they should only be in the case or in your ears or traveling in between the two spots. Because they're so easy to lose. You drop one of these things and, you know, you, they're hard to see sometimes because they're white. You know, so it depends on the ground that they're on, but they're easily lost. They're super light. So you drop them, they'll probably be fine. Like, they probably won't break, even onto hard ground. But, like, if it's, uh, you know, if it's, like, a bunch of rocks or something around, it might be hard to find them. <clears throat> and if you put it down somewhere, you can easily forget where you put it. Uh, although, they have, there's kind of an option with Find My iPhone. If they're connected, you can have a sound go through them. So that can help you find them. But... Usually when I've lost them temporarily in my house, it's like they've been in the case or something, which so I can't really do anything. I can't make them do any sound in that case, as far as I can tell. Okay, so they're cool. I recommend them, and I'm really looking forward to the new ones. And maybe my plan is to get a new, the new AirPods and then try to sell these, because I think they'd be a really good deal. The new AirPods are rumored to be even more expensive, like at least $200 or more, because they're going to add features, of course. Uh, and so if they're over 200 bucks, uh, you know, even, even taking into account, you need to spend at least 50 bucks to get the battery service of one of these, you could still be saving 50, 75 bucks. You could still be saving uh, a lot of money on buying new ones. You know, if I resold these to somebody or maybe I'll just keep them as a backup because they still work, you know, but anyway, I've been waiting to, to fix the left one <clears throat> just because, uh, I'm waiting for the update cycle. Apple's update cycles have been crazy long for some products. And I know some of that has to do on the computer side with, uh, you know, just the long development cycles and the fact that Intel has been slow on updating, doing major updates. But man, what is the excuse with these AirPods? I know that they've been in such high demand that Apple had a long time, for a long time, had problems keeping them in stock. So maybe just demand was so high, they, you know, they weren't going to replace them because they're still selling like crazy. Or maybe they delayed the launch of these because they also had this wireless pad product that, that they announced like over a year ago. And then it just still hasn't appeared because apparently it had real design problems and they had to kind of start over again. Maybe they just did that because it was, it was originally advertised as this pad to let you put your Apple watch on it, your iPhone and your, and your AirPods and just kind of like lay them on there. However, and it would just work and charge all of them, which is actually a real technical feat. If you can get that to happen. Uh, so we'll see. <clears throat> we'll see. The uh, uh, but because they are, they're not out yet. I mean, I've just been kind of struggling with this third. I mean, with this left battery just dying on me. But I think once you get into the wireless headphone game, you never really want to go back. I mean, if you're an audiophile, obviously these things aren't going to be that great, but perfectly fine for podcasts, which I what I listen to most of the time uh, when I'm you know out and about. I have if I'm sitting at my computer, I can plug in real headphones and listen to music if I want to. But when I'm out and about commuting um not when i'm driving but obviously when i'm like on the train if i'm walking you can do that also these things are surprisingly effective in exercise scenarios too like they don't fall out of my ears anyway even though i think they fits better in one ear than the other for me but they don't fall out and they're technically not water resistant but even when i sweat doing a heavy workout they don't seem to have much issue they have no issue i've never like shorted them out or something they do have uh the Beats ones, I think. They have like these ones that are water resistant. They have like a cord between them. They're like the exercise ones. 
they're technically meant for that. But I just can't can't beat the convenience of these things because they're just you just put them in a tiny little case, put them in your pocket when you're not using them, and uh, they're more discreet than the the other ones are, and just easier to carry around. And so they're my everyday carry uh, little AirPod, my little everyday carry device. Uh, I used to carry headphones, uh, regular wired headphones everywhere with me too. Yeah. And so these just replace that. In fact, they take up less space than a coiled up uh, headphones did, actually, because they're because it's not getting caught in anything. I'm not coiling it up, stuffing it somewhere in a pocket or in a bag. I'm just putting this little tiny white jewel-looking case in there. Plus, you know, this little case, a really satisfying little click. Listen. I don't know if you can hear that, but... That little click, when we all got these originally, and I'm serious about this, all all our developers were just mindlessly clicking this thing. We were just doing this all the time. Click, click. That's... We would just be sitting there, like at a at a talk or something. We'd just be doing that, and we started telling we started telling stories about this. I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I was just like, I just find myself mindlessly doing this satisfying little little thing with the case, opening and closing, and just click click. Maybe something about programmer brains. I don't know, but it is a nice uh, a nice click, <laughs> for what it's worth. Anyway, I recommend these AirPods a lot. They're expensive, but they're actually not really more expensive than competition. Uh, they work wonderfully, and if you're in the Apple e- Apple ecosystem, ecosystem, I can pronounce words. If you're in the Apple ecosystem, they will pair uh, really easily with all your devices. Um, either if you're on a Mac, you can just kind of go up to the Bluetooth icon and select them, and they immediately pair. Um, <clears throat> you can pair them with an iPhone, just bringing them close to your iPhone, start the pairing process. Um, it doesn't really like automatically jump between devices like I thought they were going to when I first got it, but that's okay. It's still pretty easy. Even works with your Apple TV, by the way. You have to kind of dig in the settings and go to the right place in settings and choose the headphones for it to do that, but it does work. So, and it works pretty seamlessly. Now, you can also pair them to anything that can pair with a Bluetooth headphones. So you don't have to have Apple products from the work. It's just the most convenient, um, you know, just most convenient pairing situation. Uh. So they're good, especially if you like Apple stuff. They are wonderful. Highly recommend them. Though, if you can wait until the end of the month, rumor mill is that there may be an updated model. And then you'll probably see a bunch of these used online if they stop selling the old models, which they might. But you'll probably see a bunch of these uh, available to buy. So you get a really good deal once, um, you know, once people flood the market with them used. So if you have your own uh, headphones that you like, wireless headphones you think are better than the AirPods, let me know because I'm curious. I have yet to see a competitor that matches them. There's been a few that looked promising, but there's always something off about them. I think there was a new Android one that just came out that works virtually identically to the in the pairing process um, th- that AirPods do, at least with Android phones. So it, like you put it near the phone and, and it'll pick it up and it'll pair and stuff. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I haven't read any reviews of it. I just saw some video of it. But otherwise, I rarely see anything. It's this kind of mix of portability convenience, uh, battery longevity when, you know, at least when they're fairly fresh, quick charging, just convenient little, little package. Good microphone too, by the way, I've, I've done plenty of conference calls with these mics. No one's ever complained. You know, I've even seen people do, uh, YouTube videos where they're, you know, they're using them to talk to somebody. I don't think they're recording their audio with that, but, uh, they're great for, for conference calls and stuff. They, they're good. Oop, that was me dropping them. If you heard that. 
it's hard not to play with them when it's out of your pocket. So I'm saying, you just put it in your pocket or, or put them in your ears or put them in your pocket because otherwise you just play with it and you drop it. And it's not good. Okay, that's it. This is going long. I uh, hope you enjoyed this uh, two-parter Tech Tuesday. And I'll see you tomorrow. Keep the lights low.